Well, good afternoon. It is a Tuesday. We are back in action on Cardinal Cast. I am your host, Lonnie Watson, school counselor, and I'm here always, as always, with the principal, Jerry Mack of Shadron High School. Jerry, hello. Hey, hello. Welcome back from Labor Day weekend, too. So hopefully hopefully our students and our families got out there and got to kind of just take a break for, for a few days. We are here. We are live on Facebook. What's up, Facebook? I won't be looking at you as much, probably. We are live for the very first time on Instagram. Yes, you're welcome, Instagram. I hope we are live on the Shadron account. Um, and so let us know, as always, if you're here, if you have a question, drop into our comment section. We are talking about homework today, Mr. Mack. We are. We, you know, now that we're a couple weeks into the school year, I think <laughs> this is the topic that's... It's time. If it hasn't showed up it's yet time. in your office, because it hasn't come to mind quite yet. But if it hasn't showed up in your office, it's coming. This is the season for um, any parent watching the students know, this is a season in the school counseling office where I have some tears on um, some self-doubt. I put out in my five bullet counseling Friday, I put out uh, just like a little infographic about where fear kind of starts in the comfort zone and when like learning is growth, right? Where we grow and... Um, Right before you start to grow, there's that self-doubt, unsure, fear, um, fear of failure, all the things. So I'm seeing that in my office a little bit. Not too much, though. Our kids are pretty tough. We always talk about that. And that, with the fear and all that, is that whole mentality starts coming into play, too, with wanting to quit. Yes. Just yes. wanting to quit. Yeah. Like, give me a different class. Mm -hmm. I don't want the one with homework. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I want to go to college. I want a four-year degree, but I don't want the high school class with homework. I don't want that homework. I don't yeah. really want homework either. I know it's normal. I mean, I get it. I totally well, even us it. as adults, we want to quit all the time. Oh. You know, it's like that's just part of what we have to practice is how to get through that. Um, but at the same time, you know, these students—they're learning time management. Yeah. You know, they might be involved in activities and clubs, and and they're just really busy and. Um, and some of them have part-time jobs. I mean, that's that's something that's different, I think, for the students. You know, when they come through elementary school and into middle school, they just mm -hmm. start to just start to experience the busy schedule mm -hmm. syndrome, I'll call it. Yeah. And then in high school, it, it usually does hit. So that's, I think, why the homework talk starts showing up. And parents, I'm guessing you might have had some homework talks already with your student. Um, we'll see how that's going, but it's early in the semester, so if not, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. We're going to coach you up about that today. Um, we've got some ideas about homework. We've spent a lot of time with high school kids, and so we, we kind of know the song and dance about homework a little bit. Um, it's never necessarily fun. It's not a fun part of parenting. It's definitely not a fun part of being a student, but I think we can all sense value in putting in the extra work. Uh, so... Lots of times in my office, Mr. Mack, I get the question of phone rings, my kids struggling in Algebra 1, my kids right. struggling in, in science, um, are there any tutors available? <laughs> so I'm interested, I think I know your answer on this one, but I'm interested. So the title today is, Does Your Student Need a Tutor? Does your student, your high school student, does your high school student need a tutor? Because tutors aren't bad. That's like no. a good thing, right? We're not trying to dog on the tutors here. Yeah, and in college, that's a whole nother... Uh -huh realm of tutors are available to to students no. but in college there's there's certain people that aren't as available because they have office hours versus high school because you know how i feel about does does your student need a does tutor your student yes need or no tutor? mr mac what do you think no 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 nope and i'll they tell don't. you i've got a, a list of reasons why but 
if you if you really corner me that your student absolutely needs a tutor then I will agree mm -hmm. I will provide the tutor that tutor is going to be available for 30 minutes before the school day that tutor is going to be available for 20 30 minutes after every school day sounds amazing and that tutor is going to be available on every one of our 130 outs they're going to be dedicated and ready to serve your student for at least the first 45 minutes of, of the 130 dismissal. And does this cost money? And this, the, the tutor is free. We'll pay for it. Taxpayers are going to take care of it. Well, so, then. yeah, we, we've got it all set up. Your tutor is ready. Your teachers. Your teachers <laughs> are ready to be your tutors. That's the tutor. That's the truth. The tutor is the teacher. They're ready. They're there, you guys. And they're free. It's free. That's a lot of tutoring. And they're, they, they already know the oh homework gosh. assignment when already the student comes it. in. They'll go, you know, I'm not sitting down with some college student or some private tutor in, the, in, the, in town. Um, they already know the assignment. They know the skills that were covered. They know the expectations. They know what the paper that needs to look like that's going to get submitted. Yeah, we've got tutors available. They're there. And still to this day, you... You don't understand how much time it takes when you're not the person who teaches the class. Like, we both taught Algebra 2 at some point, and you can't tell me anyone in this hemisphere who has not taught Algebra 2 remembers how to complete the square. Oh. Like, right? Completing That's the square. True. You just don't do it. You could be the most brilliant, bright very person specific. in the world. But it's a very specific... Yeah. It, you guys are probably like, what is completing the, squ the square? YouTube it. Yeah. You can YouTube it. It's not that fun. Exactly. <laughs> but we know how to do that because we taught Algebra 2. Um, I can't imagine how much time a parent would have to put into learning how to complete right. the square to help a kid with right. that, right? That'd be hard. Our Facebook world went down a little bit, so you know, and in, we'll come in, back. In elementary and probably for part of middle school, almost any topic, a parent is a pretty good tutor um, yes. accessible as far as knowing the material. It just slowly, you know, in high school, if it didn't already start in middle school, you get into some areas like completing the square would be just an example, but there's science and, and these different, or the, whether it's the English composition and writing essays, the expectations the teacher have that the parent or whoever is assisting, um, whether that is some private tutor, just wouldn't know those, those expectations. I heard the word stoichiometry the other day come out of a student's mouth, and I think a bead of sweat dripped down my face. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't ask me for help. Do I don't know what stoichiometry means, that's, but it sounds intimidating. But that's the point. I mean, we're, we're educated, and if you know students come and ask us some questions, uh, specific questions over their homework, we might not know either. We're going to send get them back, back to the source. I'm going to get back on live on Facebook here. Wouldn't be a cardinal cast if we didn't have a few technical difficulties. Hello, we're back, hey, Facebook. welcome back, Facebook. Well, hey, <laughs> I was talking about how stoichiometry stresses me out. I don't even know what it means. Can't imagine to be a parent of a high school kid trying to learn stoichiometry. Or to spell it. No, I don't ask me to spell it. At least you pronounce it a few times. I don't I think I could get I that I had far. a practice before the podcast started. <laughs> so I've got a tip I want to give every parent. I've been reading a lot about this. Um, ben... There's a couple, and I think I might post them in our show links below. There's a couple books I'm reading. Um, there's a couple people I follow on Instagram. And the experts say all the psychology says anymore is trying not to fight, have homework fights at home. So the experts, the psychiatrists, the um, leading educational specialists in the world are saying don't fight with your kids on homework. So here's what they're telling the tips and tricks is um, if you are starting to have those battles at home, 
just to say, kind of like I talked about the communication with texting, when you want to text that, that thing, just text I love you instead. Um, what the phrase I keep hearing is, I love you too much to fight about homework. Mm-hmm. So when the fight starts, um, remind yourself, remind your student, I love you too much to fight about homework. Because at this age, I don't know how you feel about it, Mr. Mack, but at this age, could you force a kid to learn anything? I mean, can you um, force a kid to do to do anything know, when they're 16 or 17? Exactly. We talk, yeah. you know, just as a teacher, we talk about this all the time, that you can't, you know, there, there's the old saying about leading the horse to water, you can't make him drink, but um, you can't force anything in the classroom. I mean, no. it's the whole, the whole trick to being one of those really distinguished educators is to get students to, to want that for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what teaching is about. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, parents, if you're starting to fight about the homework, the homework's not coming in, um, just try it. I love you too much to fight about homework. So what we have to move away from, and this is us as educators too, we have to move away from the dictator when it comes to homework, and we have to move to the consultant. The consultant. The consultant. So when I say the word consultant, it might be um, changing our language up a little bit to, and I use this with kids all the time, instead of, do you have your homework done? Where it's, I sound like I'm a nag. Well, I am a nag. So, number one, I am a nag. So, I sound naggy to change to, do you have a plan? Okay. You know, do you have a plan for your homework? Um, Do you need my assistance? Is there anything I can do to help? So, you sound Um, like a counselor now. I'm a counselor. I'm a counselor (laughs) in my heart. But I think those are things parents can use, too, rather than fighting. Agreed. And and that is parenting. Mm -hmm. Parenting is knowing and and having those skills and, you know, in the toolbox, those tools in the Mm -hmm. toolbox that... I can go, sometimes as a parent, we have to be in dictator mode, Yeah. but you just can't stay there. I guess that's what we're saying is don't, don't, don't live there and don't let that be your main one. You're going to have to be in consultant mode, counseling mode. And, and yeah, but makes sense. what, what do we tell those kids when we let them quit? Like, let's say it was the homework. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we letting hard? them quit? Well, we're not, I'm not going to let them quit, but whoa, whoa. I worry about that. And I'll I just agree. say this because. If we, whether it's like pulling a kid out of class three weeks in or anything, all we're telling those kids is that we didn't believe they could do it. And I personally would rather see a kid stay in, struggle, have consultants to help, use before and after school with their teacher, build a relationship. Um, I mean, me personally, I would rather have that than to pull a kid and say, I don't think you can do it. Agreed. And as you know, we've talked about this at a staff meeting. I pulled some data from last year mm-hmm. over some of the, the harder classes we have in the building, big homework expectations. Um, students who take those classes and still struggle, and I even showed them the actual data of a student who got, I think ended up with failing the class for mm-hmm. the semester. That student's ACT score jumped like four points from being in there from previous because that student had taken the ACT before they took this challenging class. And there's an example where if that student had been pulled out or thought it was about that GPA at the time mm-hmm. or that whatever it was, I mean, because the student really didn't need that class for the transcript. It was just an advanced class they right. were taking to challenge themselves. And the student kind of wanted to quit, and we kind of threw some coaching. The student stuck with it. Um, but there were benefits of staying in it versus quitting. Mm-hmm. And what we see over and over is well, I, I'm just one of those. I just believe in consistency. And once... If my kid quits me one time, mm-hmm. it's just so much um, more predictive that that student's going to want to quit a second time, a third time, a fourth time, and now I've got a problem. And it might be really little things, but that's why as soon as you kind of mention the word quitting, and you know, I'm joking with you and laughing about it because I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would never ever allow that to happen, even the first time if I had some say. Um, now it'd be because the kid's not getting hurt. Right. Yeah. The kid right. is safe. Right. The kid. You is know safe. all these yeah. things. Are you really go through a checklist mm-hmm. of what we're quitting this for? And and it really boils down to because it's challenging. It takes a little extra time. Yeah. And that's just not a valid reason. No. To to start this mindset of quitting, and we we have used the word mindset. On every one of these podcasts. Well, it's important. Yep, yeah. And I I see, I get here, I drop my kid off daycare, I get here about 7.30. I see a lot of kids in our building yeah. before I'm here. I don't always see a lot of kids in our building in teachers' rooms. Now, I'll tell you who I do see. It's some of our top it's students. Just, I was going to say upperclassmen. Yeah, the upperclassmen. It's yeah. seniors because four years in, they get it. They're yeah. like... I could stay up, and I hear all this all the time, and I want to just tell parents of the world, your students are buffaloing you if they need a three-hour study group at night for any of our classes, because there's a lot of not studying going on there. But our seniors have figured it out that 15 minutes with their teacher equates maybe an hour by themselves. Absolutely. We've said that over and over, that five minutes, five to ten minutes after Mm -hmm. school with the teacher, the one who knows the expectations knows the material, knows um, the assignment. Mm -hmm. Five to ten minutes with the teacher is probably 45, 50 minutes worth of of a student struggling at home or trying to do it themselves or Googling answers. But we're reluctant sometimes, and our students are reluctant because parents are safer at home to vent to. You see a lot more venting at home than we see here because you're the safe space, which is good. That's healthy. Um, So it's easier there than it is to come in and we have to just get over that and this is why seniors are so good at it because they're not scared of looking dumb they realize at this point asking questions doesn't make you look dumb or that you don't understand material it makes you look competent and and mature right to ask questions. you know in speaking of the the students that we see in the teachers classrooms in the morning mm-hmm. are typically upperclassmen and they're also typically involved in activities they are yeah. Because they understand, they've had to learn, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. They maybe now understand that for them, time management, they have practice mm-hmm. after school. They've got to get to practice. Maybe they have um, a one act or the musical where we have practices into the mm-hmm. evening. Those students have learned how to, how to use their time. Yeah. And they know their time is well spent getting into the teacher's room in the morning before school, getting that help. Again, what? Five or ten minutes with the actual teacher, especially in the morning at smaller mm-hmm. settings, you can get so much more done. So, oh, I'm, so I'm glad you said that about in the morning because I think there's something really special about the mornings. And I don't have the answer to why, but for whatever reason, that your attitude and a student's attitude, and even if they're sleepy, like teenagers yeah. are sleepy in the morning, we get that. But like, there's something about the beginning of that day to go in and get some help. I feel, I feel like at the end of the day, you're kind of tired. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like this whole working at homework at 8 p.m. I'd rather get up, get there a little early. Everyone's fresh. The teacher's fresh. The student's fresh. I think there's something special about mornings. I I agree. But it's also the one I think it has the hardest barrier to get through. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like starting your day. You know, getting out of bed is the hardest thing we do every day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's the one that is the hardest barrier. Like, to work out. It's easier for me, you know. I'll wait and do it when I get home, and I'll take the dog for a walk or a jog or something versus in the morning. It takes a little more to break through it, but once you break through it, I think you're fine. And, and coming in for help, coming into school early, um, 
our building is actually unlocked at six in the morning because yeah. we have staff here at six. So don't we come know. to see me at six in the morning. Right. So Mrs. Watson ain't in her office at six a.m. Mr. Pope will be out. Yeah, he'll know, be. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Mack and Mr. Pope will be. Here. Oh, I'll drag in sometime after that, but. Um, I'll get to work. You know, this morning it was after 6.30 when I come in, and there's students in, in, in mm-hmm. our commons area sitting. They might be on their Chromebooks. They might be paper, pencil, doing some, some work. Um, and a lot of times they'll come up and ask, like, hey, is so-and-so, is Mr. So-and-so here? Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're way, ready to get some help. So um, I would just tie in, if you want to come in in the morning, man, let your teacher know. I, yeah. These teachers will show up early they for sure students will. if they know. Yeah. You know, and they're here before the contract time anyway. Yeah. Simply let them know. They'd show up at 7, I think, to help. And oh, I think that so. That goes for even our shop classes. I know, you know, Mr. Butler and Mr. Cogdell, they come in in the mornings occasionally throughout the semester when they know students need some extra help. Um, so, yeah, I, I just break through that wall. Break through that mm-hmm. ceiling to get yourself in here, get to see a teacher in the morning, and you'll see that comfort that it becomes that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I just think you can get a lot done. I do too. Yeah. I think yeah. I think this point in the semester is still mm-hmm. early. We're still kind of in honeymoon phases with classes, but we will oh. reach a point if it hasn't happened to any of the students watching this yet, or you will reach a point that if your teachers are really doing their job and they're really, really pushing you, you will reach that point of uncomfort because you have to get there to hit growth. Right. So if we're not there yet with the homework, and we say we, we could be talking about anything. We're specifically talking about homework because we know that's one of the hardest things right. to balance. But my whole goal this year is how we can flip it to a positive. And when you talk about how busy kids are, it, it stresses yeah. me out a little bit because I know what they're bouncing to. But really, if we flip it positive of what a great opportunity in life where the risk ro- risks are minimal because we have this huge safety net to try to learn some time management. And I tell you what, if you fail a test, you're not a failure in life. You know, if you got yourself a little bit too busy, if you um, had a little bit... Yeah, we know. Yeah, no Facebook. Facebook, you're not working. Yeah. Sorry, can't fix it. We tried to fix it. But anyway, what a positive um, experience to go through. Like, hey... I was 17, and I got myself way too freaking busy that right. I couldn't pass my whatever test. And so guess what I had to do? I had to find some balance mm-hmm. <laughs> to what was important. And we, we, and my goal with these, with the podcast is that we can kind of hear about mindset. We can kind of hear about this attitude. Um, you said something just a little bit ago, and, and it, you were talked about how it's kind of challenging or it's hard. And then, but we can accomplish mm-hmm. it. We can do hard things. That's a line you, you use a lot. It's hard, and your response is usually, "But we can do hard things." You bet. Is there? I, I'm just curious what what positive rewards in life come to us without challenges, without it hurting, without it being difficult. Um, and I say that because I, I mentioned like like working out, mm-hmm. like exercise. I'm sorry, that hurts. My muscles get sore. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, even it, you know, even our body benefits after doing something strenuous and Mm -hmm. hard. Um, Learning and growth and those Mm -hmm. things that you were talking about, it seems like in life that almost always follows something challenging, something something that wasn't, in other words, it's it's not supposed to be easy. Mm -hmm. I said this before, I had a parent um, catch me at the volleyball game the other night and said, I like what you said on that podcast where you said, there are no good times, bad times. There are just, just times. times. And I, I like just, that too. Yeah. Over and over, I think that that is a mindset in itself. Mm-hmm. That we need to accept that. 
But the other thing to accept is it's supposed to be challenging. That's what that's when we're growing. That's when we're learning. We're getting through some challenges. Okay, and I'm going to add something to that because it just sparked. Have I ever told you about my Brene Brown obsession? Bring it. Okay, so I love Brene Brown, and she has written all these books about leadership and self-growth mm-hmm. and, and development. Um, and she has this Netflix special, and in it, she is talking to a, uh, a whole auditorium of veterans and these veterans have been through all of them have been deployed they've been through war and um she asked them and her big thing is about vulnerability so i'm going to pair that like what what good can come without some or what growth can come without challenge uh she says that there's no courage without vulnerability and what she says and i'm going to relate this back to homework but what she says is to this whole room of vets is can somebody in this room tell me a time uh where you were courageous, and it didn't take vulnerability. And mm. actually, they wheeled up a paraplegic, and no, it was just dead silent. The whole auditorium was silent. And um, one of his buddies wheeled up this paraplegic um, and said, ma'am, there's no courage without vulnerability. I should know. You know, and it was like, oh, it's so true. Yeah. But I think about that. Some of the reasons I think students don't go to get help, like they're more comfortable with a private tutor because it takes a level of vulnerability to say, hey, Mr. Mack, I know you tried to teach this to me to your best ability. I just didn't get it. Right. You know, it takes some courage to do that. So anyway, Brene Brown, oh, fangirl. You know, and yeah, putting yourself out there, Mm -hmm. facing, you know, us trying these videos is just Mm -hmm. a small piece of us putting ourselves out there, being vulnerable. Mm -hmm taking you know courage and we've messed this up more times than we've got Sorry, it right facebook, facebook is down now whatever we'll we don't like it. facebook today we'll yeah get out there. you know but it's the same thing yeah. i can see in myself you know i mean there's just all these things that I, I hopefully we're modeling hopefully hopefully that's part of what parents and students can get out of this but um but the message and what we're trying to to drive home i, I agree with that 100 percent. that um i used to talk to students and my own children, I guess, growing up, like, I just don't recall saying no a whole lot. I don't recall having a lot of regrets for saying no to new things that I'm scared to. I remember one time they asked me, I was coaching football and kind of winding down the coaching thing. Like, hey, do you want to announce the football games? I'm like, my, my <laughs> personal fear that people don't know and I'm going to announce this publicly is public speaking. Speaking in front of people, I just get so scared, so You're really nervous. good at it for being so nervous. And that's that whole, you just got to fake it till yeah. you make it. I have that mantra we've shared before. Uh, high school graduation, my first couple graduations, standing on a po- My knees are just shaking behind the podium. Um, and they're like, do you want to announce a football game? I'm like, oh. And I would like butcher names because I'd get so in my head. You know, like, like my learning disability is like a weird dyslexia. And I'd be calling names and mispronouncing because you can tell when I'm nervous because it's going to be all over the place. Um, but just the different experiences in my life that, you know, people would say, hey, do you want to do that? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so scared of that. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you know, but that's that yeah. vulnerability. That's that yeah. courage to do it. And then you learn something from it. And by the way, it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable at first. Let's put it that way. And then we kind of get to a spot that I don't know if it ever becomes real comfortable. Maybe some of that. But, but I think with that. We build, you know, our, our courage inside, our confidence inside. And I think that's where we would do harm to students is mm-hmm. allowing them to quit before they've even had the chance to be vulnerable. You bet. Because now we're teaching them, don't, don't put yourself out there. You know, don't, don't risk it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, it's a challenging class. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. You know, don't risk it. And, and now we're going against what we're hoping. 
which is to teach them that it is okay to put yourself out there, take risks. You know, back to the homework, mm-hmm. public high school's free. You know, if you, you're telling us you want to go to college and you're saying you want to go into engineering or whatever, then you need to, we've got some classes here that is important for you to take. Going to have to open your books up, kids. Going to have to open them. (laughs) Do a little bit of reading. Mama can't read it for you. We love reading. Read your little kitty books, but you got to. You might, you might learn how to study. You might for the first time. <laughs> you, might if you, you might have to review the notes. Which is the number one thing college kids come back mm-hmm. and tell us is that our teachers are so good and so helpful in class that they almost wished they would have had more homework because they didn't learn how to study, right. which is a whole issue in itself. But we're working on it. So we we're need them to be challenged. You know, there's an example that we yeah. the feedback we get is the yeah. students do need to be challenged before they leave us and they they're do. paying for classes. You know, they, they need to be challenged. And I think the balance of it, and we're just going to wrap this all back up in a package, is that it, students watching this, you got to find what works for you. I'm saying, I'm throwing it out there that I personally think your teachers are the number one tutors. I think you're wasting your money and you're wasting somebody else's good time if you're trying to have them learn the material and teach you at the same time when we have these awesome teachers here. I think 7.30 in the morning is about one of the best times that you could ever use, but each family is different. you got to find your balance. Um, I'm always amazed how we can figure out how to YouTube change our dishwasher out but then I have students come and it's like, I didn't have any idea how to do this math problem. And I'm just like, you can YouTube figure out how to like change the motor in your dirt bike. But yeah. you don't, you know, it's just because it's a, it's not, a, I can't or, or it's impossible to find. It's a, um, I'm. You do it for me. Get me yeah, out Yeah, exactly. This. It's easier for me yeah. to come with this. And that's fine. If that's yeah. what works for you guys, use that route. Don't YouTube it. Come use your teachers. But yeah. um, when we get into this, I think I need. I need a tutor to sit down with me and and take their time. My question is just, that's why I say, hint, probably not, is, well, what have you done first? You know, what have you, where have you got vulnerable, put yourself out there, um, tried for some things, so. And obviously, we're a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but we have had some parents successfully, um, they all pay for a tutor Mm -hmm. um, to help with their student. I just don't know how much of that's needed in high school, Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess. Um, but there's some, been some parents that we stay out of it because we, if you're coming to me, I'm going to tell you, I have the tutors for you, but sometimes parents will go a step Mm -hmm. further and, and, and and I think successfully have had tutors. Um, sometimes it's someone they know, a college student Mm -hmm. uh, needs a little money that knows the material by all means, that's fine. I just don't know how necessary it is, but there has been some success with it, Mm -hmm. um, but we leave that to parents. And by the way, right now, and this is kind of interesting, I don't know if you've taken a look at this, um, but if you Google like your hometown or like, like our town, Shadron, tutoring, all of this like websites pop up where, you know, like you pay your money and they find yeah. tutors for you in right. your town. I'm like, <laughs> seriously? Oh, yeah. It's, I'm That's sure, crazy. I'm sure it's a very yeah, so, um, lucrative yeah. field. So the bottom line for us if you if you're asking us for some help, we we certainly have the the assistance for you, and it'll be a, uh, classroom teachers, and some of our teachers are coaching and busy with the activities or clubs after school, and that's why morning is an option. Um, but the one forty the one thirty outs that we do have roughly every other week, uh, I never allow for a staff meeting or any meetings to exist before two fifteen. That way, the first forty five minutes of that yep. is available for students, and in fact. 
our staff know that if they're working with students, they don't need to come to my staff meeting. I will take the notes and agenda to them later. So um, we're, we're that we really try to pack a lot oh, yeah. in there. Now we might have a, a group of coaches that are on the road for that one thirty out, so it doesn't work all the time. And again, that's where the fallback to the mornings comes. Kids first. We're always kids first. We're basically telling you, don't pay for it. This is what we're telling you guys today. Don't pay for a tutor. Save your money. Use us. Email us. Have your kids come. Get vulnerable with us. Um, the more we know, the better. And we're here to help. We're kids first, man. We want to work with kids. We love working. I've never met a teacher who didn't love working more one-on-one -on -one with a kid than in a large group setting. So... We're and saying free tutoring. Free tutoring. Take advantage of it. And put the responsibility back where it belongs. These put are teenagers. It put it back to the kid. Yep. You know, tell them, well, geez, it's funny. I just saw and spoke with Mr. Mack and Mrs. Watson, and they said that you could go in in the morning. Well, fancy <laughs> that. There you go. So. All right. Now Instagram's poor connection, so that must mean we need to wrap it up. The we'll get this uploaded. Hey, by the way, we got another place where you can find our information. I'm so excited. This is, this so is excited. huge. We're on iTunes, guys. Yeah. Who would ever thought? We are on iTunes. And here's the beautiful thing about iTunes. You don't have to take your time watching us because Absolutely. I'm not even half convinced that this ugly mug needs to be on video. So just listen. So plug it in. I said my favorite is when I'm mowing. I think Mr. Max said when he's driving. Put in yeah. earphones. And then you can do whatever it is you are going to do anyway and get some info, some intel. I talked to the parents at an open house here a couple weeks ago, and I told them how podcasts have just changed my world. I mean, I can learn things that I'm interested in by whether I'm out on a tractor, whether yeah. I'm out mowing, whether I'm traveling somewhere. You know, we're in western Nebraska. Everything's like three hours away. Mm -hmm. um, I start my day. Podcast goes on. And so now, and it's, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's, there's something kind of special when yeah. you look at iTunes and there's Shadron Cardinal cast. And we're on Spotify as well, so you can get the audio versions. Right. What's nice about that, if you're out on a jog or on a run, um, you don't want this YouTube version because every time you close your phone, it's going to shut the audio off. So hit us on iTunes, Spotify, and you can at least listen to the audio version of this uh, while you're out doing your thing. Yeah, hit subscribe so it comes into your feed automatically in case you miss a live. Give us um, some feedback. Give us some feedback. Email us with topics you'd want us to talk about. Uh, we can get off track very easily. So bring us back on track, and we are here um, to talk about every Monday at noon, and today's Tuesday because I forgot it was Labor Day. So every Monday at noon, we will be here live, and then the iTunes and the Spotify will kick out just after that. Yeah. I got nothing else. Are we well, I, was, good? I was waiting for you at noon yesterday. I wondered where you were. Yeah, I was. It was Monday. I was probably napping. Let's okay. be honest. It was my laboring needed some nap. There we go. All right. Thanks for joining Thanks us. Thanks for joining. See you Monday.